Hi everyone, it's Dr. Dre, your health bae, and I have a really exciting show for you today. I have a special guest who is my first in-person interview. He was a former Major League Baseball pitching coach and is currently one of the hosts of a podcast called Mindful Vibin' with his sister. Please welcome Coach Doug. Doug, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? So I started professional coaching when I was about 25 years old, I think it was. Montreal Expos was the first team that I coached for in the Gulf Coast League, which is a rookie league. There's like nine levels in the minor leagues, and I was in rookie ball, okay? Where was that at? Uh, That was in uh, Florida. Okay. Yeah, in Melbourne, Florida. So I did that for a year, got fired, did a year in indie ball with the Mid-Missouri Mavericks, got fired, opened up my own business for three years. It was called Passion for Pitching, did that. Uh, But then I definitely wanted to get back in the game. I wanted to be competitive again. So uh, at that point in time, a friend of mine, Brent Strom, he uh, just got hired as the coordinator uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals, assistant coordinator. And um, he got me an interview with the farm director. I got hired. Uh, And that was Jeff Luno, which is um, people who know that name will know that's a pretty interesting deal because he rebuilt the Astros, but he also just got, you know, fired like a year ago based on some cheating scandals and so on and so forth but anyways so st louis cardinals for i think i was with them for five seasons then the houston astros for six years uh as a pitching coordinator then a year as the bullpen coach and then a year with the los angeles angels as the pitching director and major league pitching coach wow so you have how many years total i think it's about 17 years uh as a coach in baseball yeah. And then we just started a podcast. My sister and I started a podcast called Mindful Vibin, which is based in uh, emotional awareness. Yeah, that's great. That's actually how I found you and kind of sparked the conversation for having you a guest mm-hmm. here on my podcast because you talk a lot about the title of your podcast, Mindful Vibing, mm-hmm. but specifically Law of Attraction. Yeah. And I think for me and a lot of chiropractors, that really resonates because that's Mm. like our language. Mm -hmm. And we use that a lot in our philosophy and Mm -hmm. kind of like what we believe in. Sure. So that's what we'll be talking today. We'll be talking about the law of attraction. And I guess my first question to you is, when did you first start reading about or diving into or getting into the law of attraction? Yeah. When I was 19, my mom... Um, asked me to go to a workshop with her and I I didn't know what it was she's just like come along with me and I was like okay sure no problem you know and uh, I went to uh, Abraham Hicks workshop at the time and so from that day forward you know that the information was just unbelievable resonated so strongly within me I was like man this is this is something that's really going to be really good for me and you know I I think I want to stick around with this you know what I mean read the information listen to the information go to the workshops and so that's what I started doing mm-hmm. you know whatever they had available um, as far as books at that time I read um, then I did some of the applications you know some of the processes for practice um, yeah. And then I've been doing that ever since. So I'm 43 now. So it's been like 24 years. Wow. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. As a lot of people, including myself, really didn't dive into anything like that until much further on sure. in, in life. So I think that's a huge advantage Yeah. Um, because with something with law of attraction and just, I mean, we'll dive into it here in a second, but sure. just that type of thinking and mindset and everything yeah. else, it's pretty powerful when you actually know how to do it. 
and well, for your advantage. I've, I've always wanted to know, like ever since I was born, I've always wanted to know like what's behind what's behind and what's behind, you know what I mean? I want to know like what the heck is really going on here, you mm -hmm. know? And so there's, there's no doubt that when I found that information when I was 19, like that, that was it, you know, that's legitimate. And so, um, but you know, it's interesting because I've, I've known about it since I was 19, but that doesn't mean I've been applying it in my daily life, you know? So it's one of those things where a lot of people go to workshops, a lot of people read books, a lot of people seek this information and then once they've read it, it's like they just read it, they turn the page and then, then that's it. what's next, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing. It's like, it's not just reading or listening. It's the practical application of it. And then to see, it's kind of like to test your results, mm -hmm. to test your process, to see if it's worth it. And that's the one thing that it's pretty cool about this situation is that I started to literally practically apply it when I was about 30. Meaning like every day I've had my thoughts around my emotions at one, at least one point of the day since I was 30, right? Mm -hmm. It's now it's way more often than that, right? right. But like to, to actually practically apply something and then see results from it and results that we could label good or bad, because then you can just tighten up your process. But that's, that's an important thing. So you know, a lot of people, again, they're, they're reading stuff, but are you then applying it and seeing if it's useful in your life? That's what really matters. Right. Well, and I think that's the important part because there's a lot of people who will go to seminars, like you mm -hmm. said, or read books. And while they're there, it, they're excited and Absolutely. they're, you know, amped about it. But then what are they doing after the fact? Like, how are they yeah. applying that in their life? And I think yeah. that's really important. So even though at a young age you learned about this, yeah. you didn't actually start till like another 10 years later. Exactly. Right? So then how are you using this? You can, you you can talk past or sure. you can talk present like sure. as of now but how are you using this in your personal life and then also how did you use this in your career for like for baseball yeah. well so for me it's it's one and the same you know my uh, the way i used it for me in my personal life is what created my career if i didn't have the information uh, i wouldn't have been a major league pitching coach i don't even know if i would have gone back you know, after being fired after the first two years of it, being a professional coach and then opening my business. I, you know, I don't know if I would have gone back. And then I know for sure I would not have um, climbed the ranks, so to speak, to be able to then get to the big leagues. You know, my ability to get out of my own way uh, and uh, emotionally be aware of how I was thinking and feeling about the subject of becoming a major league pitcher because or pitching coach mm -hmm. because when you're when you're in the rookie ball level you're 30 years old right you're just starting back again and you're in rookie ball and there ain't nobody coming to those games and there's nobody around you and so on and so forth getting to the big leagues is like light years away mm -hmm. you know and so i i um i ran into the brick wall quite often in many of those uh, beginning years when I got back in the game until I realized what was going on. And then, you know, I grew from there. I grew pretty quickly after that. How did you apply what you learned? Mm -hmm. Is there like some guidance that you can give us or yeah, yeah just yeah. kind of yeah. give us a guidance of like what it is you did then? Sure. So the thing that's so, so interesting about this information is that th there is 
in life, there is no one way to do something. Okay, so like you, a lot of people like they write these books and it's seven steps to this and it's four steps to this and so on and so forth. And that's great. If you feel called to read the book and then those steps helped you kind of get started and get focused, great. No problem at all, right? Okay, but this world is not a linear world, right? Mm-hmm. This is a, I, I, I explain it this way. It's vibrationally based, it's attraction based and it's emotionally based and it works this way vibrationally you are emitting a frequency okay every all beings all everything in this world is based on vibration right it's all vibrationally based frequency tune whatever you want to call it absolutely okay so we are as human beings emitting a frequency out into the world okay the universe is then actually answering that it's yielding back to us what we are emitting Okay, so that's your vibrationally based and your attraction based. Okay, but now you want to know what you're emitting out into the world. It's how you're feeling. Your emotions, your emotional sensitivity, your emotional awareness is that. It's your guidance system. Mm -hmm. It's not a judgment. It's not a good or bad or right or wrong. It's simply letting you know, hey, right now in this moment, you're headed in a direction that's pretty good for you. Like, hey, keep doing that. Keep thinking this. Keep feeling this. We're good. So I want to jump in here for a second. So you're you're bringing up a really good point of how we can use emotions as like a guidance tool, right? And And how it's not a linear path. yes. Yes. And specifically what controls our emotions is our thoughts, right? So that's why I feel like this is so important because our thoughts ultimately control our emotions which then turn into actions, right? Or the vibration or the frequency that you are then attracting into your life, correct? Yeah. There's a lot of science behind this and this is actually something that my patients have a really hard time grasping Mm -hmm. because in chiropractic we have what's called the three T's, Mm -hmm. thoughts, traumas, and toxins. Mm -hmm. And those are the three things that we tell people that can misalign their spine or change a physical difference you know, chemically, physically in their life. And so, of course, trauma is the easy one, right? You're in a car accident or whatever, you know, things have shifted, moved, whatever. Mm. Toxins, which is also pretty easy. Caffeine, alcohol, drugs, Mm -hmm. people realize that those can change your chemical makeup. The last one, though, is thoughts. And that's Mm -hmm. the one that people have a really hard time with, like, coming to grasp of, like, oh, how can that change my life, right? So... We can go extremes here. We can talk about, you know, PTSD and the reason why people have the symptoms that they have later on is because your brain doesn't know the difference of whether that thing happened, it's about to happen, or it already happened, right? When I explain this to patients, um, I usually try to make it comical and something that they can relate to. And I say, okay, so you're watching a super sexy movie, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lovemaking scene on, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's not physically happening in the real world. But because you're watching that, your brain starts prepping your body, right? And I don't think I have to go into too much detail. <laughs> of what <laughs> too happens much detail, next. like what happens exactly, but you know, the blood's a flowing, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so your body starts preparing for that event yeah. because like I said, it, it doesn't know whether or sure. not it's happened, about to happen, or it's already happened, right? Sure. So I think once I explain how powerful thoughts are to my patients in that manner, they're yeah. like, 
oh, I get it. Yeah. And because those thoughts then trigger the responses in your body, which then trigger hormones or, you know, whatever, and um, deal with like the sympathetic system. So it's really, really important. So back back to your steps. Yeah. Um, You know, you're talking about how emotions are a guidance, but our thoughts control our emotions, which then turn into action. But yeah, so the... The the biggest takeaway from this, though, is that it's not a linear path. So the reason why I explained vibration, attraction, emotion is because once you have the basis of that, you don't have to be a professor of quantum physics to understand those three things, vibration, attraction, emotions. But what you're going to have to do now is be aware of how you're feeling throughout your day. And that's why I said it's not a linear path. Like you could read the book and it says seven steps to this or four steps to this. But what happens if step two or step three didn't work? Then what do you do? Do you read another book? Do you ask a question to somebody else? Like where is the where does the seeking and the searching and the finding end? Right. It's a it's a that's a black hole, right? Mm-hmm. So the deal is is that we are creators of our reality, right? And if mm-hmm. that's true and our emotions are our guidance systems, we are the only ones that we truly need in this world to go out and create our paths. Now, it's a co-creative world. You're doing this with others. Everybody's connected to this thing, Mm -hmm. so that's fine. But it doesn't mean you need to or have to seek outside yourself because if you kind of, you know, you, you lose that relationship with yourself, then you got to go back to work and you got to, you know, go back to that relationship so you can get that sensitivity back again, that emotional awareness back again. It's like with anything, right? Right. If you stop, well, for me, right, if you stop throwing a baseball, right, for a year or two, when you pick up a baseball again and you try to huck it 300 feet, your shoulder's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you're going to have to groove that that path again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this may be a super obvious question, but why why is this so important to you? Like, why do you think this is important uh, for people to yeah. grasp this concept? <laughs> it's, it's a good question. I, you know, man, it's so interesting. I, I guess part of that is like, I just want it to be easy for everybody. I, I want everybody to know, like, how do you jive with the, the way of the universe? Like, how do you jump in your canoe and go downstream instead of, no canoe, jump in the stream and try to go upstream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, why, why not use all this this um, power, energy? This, these aren't the words I'm trying to use, though. Um, this current, like use this for your advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of against you, because it's already here. It's already working. That's how the universe works. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why not tap into the information so you can have exactly what you want in life? So while you're here, you actually have fun and you enjoy it and you're happy. Right. And yeah, I guess that's one of the bigger reasons why. Right. Because, yeah. it, well, it's about quality of life, right? Yeah. Not quantity. It's how you live it. Yeah. Then let me ask you this because I'm I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had a successful baseball career. Yeah. What is the thing that you think that you, by using this tool, like the Mm. law of attraction, Mm. that you've attracted into your life was like the best thing so far that you have made this, you know, after going through these practices and everything, what's the most memorable? I don't want to say the best because I'm sure you have a lot of great memories, but like what's the most memorable thing that you believe you were a part of attracting into your life? Yeah. 
you do you want me to talk about baseball or anything? It, whatever you think well, of first, I feel like. Well, yeah, that. I mean, the, baseball the thing, is a huge part of it. I'm sure. sure because yeah, and I, you know, we I created uh, some amazing things like in the minor leagues. I, I we won championships four out of the six seasons that I was in the minor leagues. And then when 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 I was in Houston and I was the pitching coordinator, we created the best pitching development system in all of baseball. And we broke records throughout all the minor leagues that they're not going to be touched probably for quite some time, you know? Mm-hmm. And we, we did all these things. And then again, in my own life, I made it to the big leagues. But to be honest with you, the, the, the things that stick with me to the stick with me the most are when I understand my alignment created something in my day. For example, the way I'm feeling like, let's say I get myself tuned in, right? Like, so I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that clarity space. I'm in that, you know, high flying, high vibe, and just friggin' ear to ear smile type of deal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when you're in that space, you get ideas, inspirations, impulses that lead to the next, to the next, to the next, right? But for me, I'm not even talking about leading to the next, to the next, to the next. I'm talking about like, I would get an inspiration or idea to do something and it would be right on and it would be so much fun. And I'd be like, and it could be like to, to whoever's listening to be like the smallest thing. You know, it could be mm-hmm. like, well, I saw a dolphin in the in the ocean. But the reason why I saw the dolphin in the ocean at that time, at that place, is because I followed the inspiration to get up at that time to go do that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, I didn't deny myself or tell myself, what? I'm not listening to that. What is that? You know what I mean? That right. type of thing. And so for me, like, that's also why I'm so excited and passionate about this information because I've had those experiences in my life so many times that it's like, that's how I want to live all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it's foolproof. Yeah. And, and it's like, there, there is nothing that can't happen beautifully well when that's how you're going about the, the path, you know, the journey. Right. Well, yeah. and for our audience out there, I just... I want to elaborate on this a little bit. I'm so happy Doug mentioned dolphins in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Because let me tell you, after I found his podcast and I listened to it a little bit, I quickly discovered that Doug loves dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) Or dolphins love me. Yeah, okay. It's a mutual relationship. Absolutely. And it's funny because once we became friends on Instagram, then I really knew that Doug loved dolphins. And dolphins love me. (laughs) Because there is constantly videos of him seeing dolphins. Now, I just want to explain something to the audience. So I lived in San Diego for like five or six years, and I never, in (laughs) that time of living in San Diego, saw a dolphin. And this man miraculously sees dolphins all the time. And so when we had conversations about law of attraction, I was like, that's it? He's doing it. (laughs) He's, He's... actually you know like this is working he's he's practicing what he preaches and if there's anything that can test to that it's the dolphins (laughs) and um yeah i think that that's beautiful i i I use the dolphins as a good sign of my alignment like a little bit of a wink from the universe that when i know i know i'm 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 somewhere in the realm of of being okay you know what i mean like on the right path exactly or Mm -hmm. just just in alignment just my 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 frequent my emotional frequency my emotional level you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. that 
like, I'm okay. Like things are okay. I'm not far off or I'm flying high either, you know, from that range. Right. Right. When I, when I see the dolphins and like, yeah, it just happened. Like when we met, like for like two weeks there, I saw, well, for a good week, I saw the dolphins every day. <laughs> I, I was like, it was crazy. And then you were here yesterday and you're like, man, yeah. I've never seen the dolphins. And then yeah. when we split up and I went back to the ocean, yeah. I saw two dolphins. <laughs> of course you did. Which was so great. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have seen them when we were together. No. <laughs> it was, you're, it had to be a, you know, yeah, yeah totally. you, you had to keep that secret moment totally. to yourself. I, I must have let your <laughs> vibration take over. Oh. <laughs> Right. And then when you were gone, I let my vibration continue. <laughs> that, must, that must have been it. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure all I think about is, oh, I wonder if there's sharks over here. Well, there you go. <laughs> so. That's why you're not seeing any dolphins. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So I want to leave some some tools in my audience's toolbox. Yeah. So obviously, when you talk about law of attraction, it is different yeah. for everybody depending on what it is that they want, right? Yeah. And you're not really talking about a how-to book, like yeah. you said. Yeah. But what are some of the things that you do? Um, maybe we can leave them with that. You sure. know, just some some things that you do to help you focus and internally yeah. work that. So again... Most of this shouldn't be work and it shouldn't be tough in this way. If this whole quantum field, infinite intelligence, natural intelligence, sea of awareness is true, right? Which I know full, full on it is, right? It's already, it's already there. It's already exists, already living. It's Mm -hmm. your ability to tune into that frequency, which means allow yourself to feel better, better, better as consistently as you can, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to make a choice in your life to become emotionally aware. How am I feeling? So then you got to start observing that about yourself. Like, so you could literally for like the next week, you could literally just observe. Don't speak. Mm -hmm. Don't do things. Don't go into action. Just sit back and observe. And, and like when you're going about your day, just observe. How am I feeling right now while I'm sitting here on this bench looking out? Or how am I feeling right now engaged in this conversation? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to the person, but while they're speaking, Tap in, like, wow, my feeling and, and then kind of see how that goes. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the emotional awareness, if you don't know where you are, you don't know where you're headed or you don't know how you're ever going to get there. Right. Right. And so if you want to know why things are coming into your life, you got to know how you're feeling because how you're feeling is telling you how you're vibrating and how you're vibrating is how you're attracting. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just got to be able to take the time to have the awareness, the reflection, the contemplation, whatever you want to call it, to kind of pull that in. So do you do that through journaling, meditation? So, okay. So one way I do that, obviously, is literally just through observation. Just how am I feeling? Just sit, chill, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other things are like, okay, if you choose meditation, let's say. Meditation is a powerful tool because you really don't have to do anything. You're just trying to sit and quiet your mind, right? Doesn't It's not all these different types of meditation, but like you can do that for sure. Right. But really all you need to do is sit comfortably mm-hmm. somewhere, okay, mm-hmm. and tune into a sound or some music and that's it. Breathe, relax, mm-hmm. 15 to 20 minutes. That's all you got to do. You know it's working, Right. When you're feeling relief. So if you sat to meditate and you start to feel some relief, some calmness come over you, 
that's working. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. If your mind's racing, you're going crazy. If you fall asleep, right? Mm-hmm. That's not meditation, right? right? You're, right. you're not doing it. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But again, you just have to apply the work, right? right? Another thing is when you're out in your world, like you don't have to just sit with a pen and pad and write appreciation lists or positive aspect lists. You could if you want to. Mm-hmm. I do that sometimes. But you could literally just go about your day and while you're walking around or wherever you are, sit for a little bit and look at your surroundings and appreciate your surroundings, no matter what they are. Find something positive about them. That's mm-hmm. another thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. The last one I, I, I would leave you with is segment intending. And that is you're breaking your day up into segments And before you get into the segment, you intend, you set an intention about how you want to feel. Not how it's going to go, not what's going to happen, just how you feel. Because we've already discussed that. How you feel is allowing you to rendezvous with the best parts of you and the universe and the co-creative experiences and the relationships and the conversations, yada, 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 and down the road we go. Mm -hmm. And so... It, you don't have to get as specific as I got to see, have a vision. I got to know all the aspects to it. I got to, because you, you might not be there just yet. If you start with how you feel, mm-hmm. that is plenty to get you rolling. Mm-hmm. And so the meditation, the appreciation, the segment intending are all things to create consistency for your vibration. And the more consistent you are with feeling better than right? Mm-hmm. Then things start showing up. Yeah, they start shifting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and then you'll start noticing it. Mm-hmm. Just do the best you can to not take score and not ask questions why it's not happening yet. Right. Just get into the place of, I just want to feel good and let's just see how this all unfolds. I love that because I, I feel like there's a lot of people, myself included, in certain areas of my life where I may be really great and in a great place and a great mindset, but then I play victimhood in In other areas of my life. And, you know, you, as hard as you try, you don't want to focus on all the negative things. You want to move past that. Right. So I love that gratitude part of becoming like emotionally aware and then just recognizing moving forward, what you can do for that. Yeah. So I do have one more question for you. I just thought of it. What do you think of vision boards? Okay, so vision board's perfect, right? Okay, so it's like it's almost like the question is, what do you think of anything? Yeah. Well, right. this is what I think of anything. Let's do okay, there's two things I'll say to that. First of all, what made you want to do it? So where were you on the emotional scale when you made the decision to make the vision board? Were you in frustration? Were you in doubt? Were you in discouragement? Or were you in satisfaction? contentment, optimism, uh, appreciation, ecstasy. Where were you on the scale when you started the vision board? Mm -hmm. Because if you're doing a vision board and doubt was your inspiration, that vision board is probably going to piss you off. You're probably going to start pulling things out of a magazine and trying to put it on the board and going, well, they ain't going to happen. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone creates a vision board of crap. You know, like, well, ooh, let me put a junker piece of car. No, or, no, no, they you know. don't. They don't. But vibrationally, they're in a place of crap. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. It doesn't matter what you put on the board. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the words you speak. It's the it's energy a, behind it. It's a vibrational yeah. universe. The universe is answering vibration. It's not answering words. So when you ask for something 
from a place of lack. Mm-hmm. You get lack oh. because the place of lack yeah. is the emotional place. Yeah. And that's the thing that people get confused about because they just want to do this cool law of attraction manifest cool stuff, which is totally fine. But it's like, there is a art to this deal. Right. And then once you get in the flow of the art of it, you're cool. You, you take off. Mm-hmm. But then just like you said, there are some things that are pitfall areas for you. And there are some things that you blossom in. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You yeah. know, you, you sift through it all and you can make it all work for you eventually if you really want to. I love that. I do want to just end with Coach Doug's podcast, Mindful Vibin. Please, please, please go check it out. <laughs> it, it's what inspired this conversation, this interview. Today, it's great. He banters back and forth with his sister. And um, it's amazing. They talk about a lot of really great things, uh, Law of Attraction being one. And if you want any more information, I'll link up some notes in the bottom and you can get a hold of them that way. Or you can also reach out to me and... Yeah, thank you so much for being my first in-person interview. (laughs) Honored. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for letting me come chat with you. Thank you. I appreciate it.